We are supported by Sleep Number. Sleep is so important for your overall health and well-being. And if you don't get enough of it, there could be some serious negative impacts. So how do you make sure you get some quality rest? Well, it starts with a good mattress, like the Sleep Number Smart Bed. It was designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can take your sleep to the next level. Boy, I got to tell you, having just traveled back and forth to Indian and skipped 12 time zones, I get reminded of how absolutely imperative good sleep oh, is. Oh, it's so necessary. You cannot even feel like a human being you if you're not. <laughs> the best part about Sleep Number is you can easily adjust your firmness. And while you sleep, Sleep Number smart beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements throughout the night. It's heaven. And if you want to improve your health and well-being, Sleep Number is where you should start. Sleep Number smart beds can show your ideal sleep and wake-up schedule and the best times for activity like working out and winding down. Sleep next level with a Sleep Number Smart Bed. It's the only bed that lets you adjust each side to your ideal firmness and comfort. Your Sleep Number setting. Only at Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. We are supported by Smucker's Uncrustables. Oh, do I love these. I also love a food hack, and this is a good one. Check out Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich. It's a round, crimped sandwich made with soft, pillowy bread filled with peanut butter and jelly. The best part is you simply freeze and thaw them. Pop them straight from the freezer into a lunchbox for less work on a busy morning. You'll find Smucker's Uncrustables in the freezer aisle. Learn more at Uncrustables.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Jared Anonymous. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky. Secret. This is a sexy episode, although not super sexy. Yeah. I was hoping for a lot of pornographic detail. You were. I was. No, it's still great. <laughs> it I'm is. just owning my perversion. And in fact, I'd like to do a second <laughs> round of it where it's like, not just have you accidentally found yourself in a swinger situation, but you've swang. I kind of want to hear those stories as well. Are those too pornographic? I mean, I think it's going to invite false stories personally. You, but you always think that. No, I think we're doing a good job of monitoring what we're doing. Okay. And also, I've never heard an intro that's... Less supportive of the yes. thing you're about to hear? No, <laughs> yes. Is this fantastic? <laughs> Listen, I'm honest. That's what you've come to expect. It's what I love. Okay, listen, the question to remind people is, have you ever accidentally found yourself in a swingers situation? And we have three incredible stories for sure. They're wonderful. And they're informative to teach you how, how to, get, to out. get in or out. Get in or out, mostly out. Yeah. Okay, we'll workshop the idea. Okay. I have a story or two I could share if that made everyone more comfortable. I'm sure that would make everyone more uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. All right. Please enjoy Swingers. These are great. And the people we talked to were so much fun. And again, we love doing this. That's the greatest. Enjoy. Hard times come and go. Good times take them slow. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Where are you at? So I'm in Greece right now. I'm on my honeymoon. Oh, oh my, gosh. my God. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> We've talked to four people today and you're the second person who is on their honeymoon. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Tis the season. How's <laughs> Greece? It's amazing. It's so beautiful. Mm. And what kind of person did you marry? 
He's really great. Yeah. <laughs> we like that. We like to hear that. If you can't say that on your honeymoon, you're doomed. I hope he's yeah. great, at least right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a swinger situation story, which is exciting. And did it involve your now husband? No, thankfully. <laughs> but as I was explaining to him how I found myself in the situation, it occurred to me that this story also met another one of your prompts. Oh, wow. We love a double up. Yeah. It's also someone that I fell in love with that I was not supposed to fall in love with. Okay. Okay. Juicy, 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 juicy. It's salacious. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. That's our favorite. <laughs> okay. So about 10 years ago, I was married to a completely different person. It was a terrible marriage. It lasted not even a year. But during that time, I fell in love with my high school sweetheart's older brother. Oh, whoa, okay. awesome. Okay, your high school <laughs> sweetheart's older brother. I've got it. Over like Facebook or something, you reconnected? Oh, I need to preface all of this. By This was way before I got sober. I got sober in 2014. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you so much. No introspective work whatsoever yet. No time for it. Yeah. Having too good of a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun. Yeah. My high school boyfriend, he invited me to a Neil Young show and I just saw his brother and I was very drunk, but I was like, oh, I'm in love. I love this yeah. man. So I walk up to him and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in love with you. And he's like, you're oh crazy. <laughs> you're married and you dated my brother. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I just had to shoot my shot. So now you know how I feel. <laughs> And this is the section I'll be in. This is the seat I have. So just let me know if you have a change of heart. If oh, you have a change of heart. I just walked away. And sure enough, throughout the show, he came up and he's like, wait, are you serious? And I was like, yep. You had obviously seen him around when you were dating his younger brother. Yeah, well, he was in the Marines for most of the time that his brother and I dated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he did a brief stint in jail. Oh. Oh, my kind of guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of overlappage there, so I, I was justifying it. Yeah, it oh, sounds wow. all on the up and up to me. Okay, so he's starting to rethink it. He is having a change of heart throughout the show. There's certain songs that are getting him. Like, oh, man, take a look at my life, I'm alive. I like you. And he's like, yeah, I need someone to hold me the whole night through. <laughs> all one look in your eye and I could tell it's true. It all was making sense. Yeah. So my marriage ends. We start dating. I'm reintroduced to his family who I know very well. And they're like, <laughs> okay, like this is very weird, but we like you. So hopefully this works out. And how's the ex-boyfriend handling it? He knew. He was like, have fun. We were a ticking time bomb. Uh -huh. Right, right. We dated for a few months. And during this time, he did not have a license. He had a hard time finding a job. So at the time that we ran into these swingers, we had this weekly date where he would get dropped off at this bar. I would finish work. <laughs> a few hours after he would get dropped off. And this was something that we did every Friday night. And then I would drive home. I was sort of looking at it like, oh, this is our cute little standing date. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, I was the way home. That's a therapy mm -hmm. realization. This particular evening, I'm working and I keep getting these texts like, hey, B, you got to hurry up. You got to come to this bar. I met this amazing couple. They're so much fun. 
They can't wait to meet you. They asked to see a picture of you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's cute. I was really just chalking it up to like, wow, he's proud of me. So he's like showing them my picture. Yeah, like, it's adorable. Yeah. So I hurry up and get there and I walk in and I just see him sitting at this table with two 60 year olds. Oh. oh my God. And you're in your 20s at that time? Yes. 40 year gap. Wow. Okay. The guy, he looked like Tim Allen. And Dog the Bounty Hunter combined. Like, okay. Oh. And the woman looked like Stevie Nicks. Oh, I know okay. these people. This is also a Detroit bar scene. I got them. Yeah. And really laid back neighborhood bar. Definitely not like a swinger vibe. Not a bar you go to to meet people. You come with your crew. There's a big buck hunter in the corner. You know, there's big plastic guns. There's Yo, yeah. the jukebox, mm -hmm. mediocre food. And I'm getting like a mentor vibe. The guy has his arm around his neck and he's like, I'm going to tell you a thing or two here, you know? And I'm just like, oh, all right. They're just really jiving on whatever they connected on. And they are hours ahead of me in They're drinking. They're hammered, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, totally. And the woman, she grunted at me. She barely even spoke to me. She wasn't slumped in her chair, but she was sort of like shark eyes. Or have you ever been around someone who took an Ambien but decided to stay awake? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a specific visual. Push through, yeah. I'm content here just sitting back watching this budding friendship and me and this woman not communicating at all. Like, I was totally fine with that. And they are arm in arm, back and forth to the jukebox, playing Eric Clapton, Neil Young. Bob Seger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like screaming Pearl Jam. There's a shot with every beer. And I'm like, should I try to catch up? I'm trying. I'm just not getting there. So I'm like, you know what? Let's get going. And they're like, why don't you come back to our house? Okay. Before I could even say like, we're good. My partner at the time, he's like, can we? <laughs> I'm like, no way. This is insane. He's very much a control freak, not open-minded, not adventurous. His idea of adventure is like going to Chili's or Applebee's on like a Saturday night. He's met a father figure or something. Something important is happening in his mind. Yeah. And he leans in. He's like, he offered me a job. I'm mainly concerned about being murdered. I'm not picking <laughs> yeah. up on any sexual vibe yeah. at all. So I'm like, you know what? I've got to do some sort of due diligence. So I'm like, can I have your names? And I put them in Facebook. And we have some mutual friends. So I'm like, okay, like at least I know people that know you. Right. So I'm like, what's your address? And they're like, oh, actually, can you just follow us? We just want to make sure you get there safely. What? That's so strange. And they're like, yeah, it's very complicated. But GPS might take you a different way and then you'll be lost and there's not really good cell service. I'm like, this is insane. And my boyfriend was like, please. He told me he has like every CD. Oh my God. <laughs> this is only 10 years ago. CD. CDs. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. So we follow them in 20, 30 minutes out of the way from our house. We go down this long winding driveway pull up to the sprawling property beautiful house oh good they have money yeah and he's a master carpenter everything's beautiful built-ins and they're like this is where you'll be staying you'll be staying <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is forever where you live now <laughs> sure enough there's a million cds he's a man of his word <laughs> <laughs> and they're dancing and drinking and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, who's that in that photo? Oh, those are our children. Okay. I'm finally starting to relax thinking this is a safe environment. So I start drinking with them, the level and the pace that they're drinking. I start to feel buzzed. 
and I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. And I'm just sitting on the toilet peeing and my boyfriend runs in completely red. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We have to go. And I'm like, why? Why do we have to leave? We can't leave. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm wasted now. Yeah. Oh, no. He's like, they want to have sex with us. Oh. And I was like, no, they don't. <laughs> like, what made you think that? This woman still has barely spoke to me. She's like got a paralysis a little bit. She's maybe a little comatose. In hindsight, she did come in and started lighting candles and she was throwing scarves around. I was like, oh, she's just whimsical. I don't know, you know? Oh my God. He's like, no, we were standing in the kitchen and he pulled her shirt up to expose her. And then he started pulling her pants down and you reached down into her pants. And I'm like, no, he did not. Maybe they were just cuddling and you're just uncomfortable. I walk out of the bathroom. Sure enough, she has her shirt completely up and he is standing behind her like power stance with both hands down the front of her pants. Oh, Like he was digging for loose change. Oh and she my God. still no expression at all, which was the creepiest part Ew. of it. Oh my God. And my boyfriend was so upset. Like he was almost in tears. So I'm like, oh, we'll be right back. So I usher him up the spiral staircase and he's freaking out. He falls uh -oh. on his hand. So he gets up and he's like, oh my gosh, my hand hurts so bad. I want to get out of here. I don't know what to do. I'm like, just chill. Just relax. You're really blowing this out of proportion. It's not that big of a deal. So I bring him up to the bedroom. I'm like, just stay here. I'll go down and- I'll get this over with. I'll fuck them both. You go to bed. <laughs> Take one for the team. Get you that job. <laughs> So I go down and she's dressed again. I'm like, I'm so sorry if there's any miscommunication. And the guy's like, yeah, I really thought we had something there. He and my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, me too. He's such <laughs> I a don't nerd. know what happened. <laughs> They're like, no problem. But I'm like, I'm so curious. I'm fascinated by this. I feel completely fine. I know that you're not going to do anything beyond asking for our consent. So can I ask you a few questions? And they're like, sure. So we sat down and I asked them, how does it normally go? And he did say, normally they have people that come over and it's like a planned thing. And sometimes it's parties and there's multiple couples and you can partake if you want. If you're not feeling it, you don't have to, but it's rarely sporadic like that. He just said, like, I was getting such strong vibes from your partner. <laughs> yeah, this is spidey senses were tingling. So I go to open the door to go back up to the staircase and he's sitting on the other side of the door and his finger is broken. Ooh. It's swollen and he's crying oh, like real no. tears. And oh, I'm trying no. so hard not to laugh. He's yeah. like, I'm never going to get a job. And oh. my finger, I can't even work with this man because he wants to have sex with me. Oh, my God. A lot of life questions were coming up. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you sleep there? Slept there. I barely slept. We just woke up the crack of dawn and got out of there. And he was not laughing. I was laughing so hard. The entire way home. Wow. wow. That's the thing. Like, we're glad we're sober. And then also, thank God you had just a little bit of wildness. Yeah. And Monica, I wanted to tell you, he's the only person I ever walked into a glass door in front of. <laughs> I was at a fancy hotel, fully naked, trying to be all sexy. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, like right into the door. And then when this happened, I was like, you know what? I don't feel so bad. 
Yeah, exactly. You still have the upper hand. Monica, what if you had done that nude? No, I mean, I would have killed myself. <laughs> Rapidly jumped off the balcony of the yeah, hotel. exactly. Oh, wow. Well, that was a great story. That was a ride. When I went to break up with this person, I went to his parents' house and I said, I'm sorry, the things aren't going to work out with me and your son. And the dad said, I'm really sorry. I don't have any more sons for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up with you? Yeah. <laughs> How locked into this marriage are you? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, congratulations on your nuptials and also being in Greece. I hope you enjoy the rest of your time there. It was really fun to get to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Be well. Thanks. We are supported by The Defender. For those who embrace the impossible, The Defender 110 is up for adventure. The iconic vehicle has been redefined with a thoroughly modern design. For a start, the exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, and the interior is built with robust materials and integrity. The Defender 110's legendary capability lets you go further and do more, whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions. Its durability has been tested to the extreme. It can handle your equipment too, as the cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Explore with greater confidence with powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display, an award-winning infotainment system, and innovative camera technologies. Ready for a wide range of adventures? The Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. We are supported by Smucker's Uncrustables. Oh, do I love these. I also love a food hack, and this is a good one. Check out Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich. It's a round, crimped sandwich made with soft, pillowy bread filled with peanut butter and jelly. The best part is you simply freeze and thaw them. Pop them straight from the freezer into a lunchbox for less work on a busy morning. You'll find Smucker's Uncrustables in the freezer aisle. Learn more at Uncrustables.com. We are supported by Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig inspires people of all ages to jump through life and its muddy puddles with enthusiasm. The relatable stories, oinks, and giggles have made her preschooler's first best friend, helping them navigate everyday life with unabashed exuberance. And now you can discover new playtime adventures with your little ones. Jump into spring and hunt for muddy puddles in Peppa's Caravan Playset. Hit the road for endless adventures and have heaps of fun with Peppa's whole family. Oinks and giggles are guaranteed. Peppa Pig, inspiring kids' confidence since 2004. Peppa Pig is a trademark of Hasbro, created by Mark Baker and Neville Astley. Hello. Hi, guys. How Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Really good. Where are you? I'm in my home. This is my home office. It looks very charming. It looks very Monica-esque. I like it, too. <laughs> I have my own business, so it's called the Postpartum Pantry. Oh, wonderful. 
It's hydrating and nourishing products for the fourth trimester. It's pretty new. I just launched it in January, but it's going really well. So I have some lactation cookie dough. That's probably my biggest product. Yeah, get the milk going. Can I have some even if I'm not? You don't need to get your milk going. (laughs) That's true. I have plenty of milk. (laughs) It's packed with protein. So it's just like a good snack for anyone. Nice. And I'd imagine you started this business because you yourself had children. Yeah, I have two kids. I have an almost four-year-old and a 14-month-old. Oh, wow. Okay. You found yourself in a little situation, a little swinger-esque situation at some point? I did. Yes. I was so excited when I heard you guys ask this question because I was like, that happened to me. And it's such a (laughs) crazy, unique situation. So it was the summer of 2011. I was a sophomore in college. I had just turned 20. I studied anthropology. So fellow anthro major. Look at that. You can already see why someone wanted to swing with you. Continue. (laughs) I really wanted to get in the field. You know, I wanted to travel. I wanted to experience different cultures. A good stereotype about us anthro majors is we wanted something weird a little bit. Right. That's why we went into it. Totally. We wanted a cultural experience and I I definitely got one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But yeah, so I went to Italy and I chose to do it through this program. It's called Woof. And so you work on organic farms and in exchange for your labor, they give you room and board. Oh, wow. It's a really cool way to travel. It's a way to be really emerged in a culture, right? You're living with a family and learning the language firsthand. So my first family, they are wonderful They pick me up at the train station. It's a couple with two kids. They've got this small little farm. I'm helping them with very simple tasks, the garden, the animals around the house, stuff with the kids. It was very uneventful. But then my boyfriend comes to visit me and this was planned. They knew he was coming. They were very excited for his arrival. And that's sort of when everything changed. I can immediately tell my host mom is very interested in him. Oh, wow. He's really handsome, sort of a big dude, a college athlete. So sort of the stereotypical college American (laughs) kid in her head. (laughs) Yeah, American college uh, football fantasy. Really quick, they were Italian. They were Roman Catholic, the whole nine. They were Italian. I don't know about their religion, but okay. the whole nine, yeah, they did speak English. So they were very helpful with the language, always translating for me, you know, as I was thinking, like parents, like host parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Until the hunk arrives. So she's just very flirtatious with him, always just kind of giggly around him, asking him to do things for her that she definitely didn't need help with. Kept commenting on how large his hands were. Just like a little uncomfortable, but kind of funny. Okay, she's flirting with you, whatever. They had a main house. We were living on an apartment that was on their property, but just a little bit of a walk from the main house. And we always had dinner with them every night. And then we would go back to our place to sleep. So after dinner one night, they invited us to stay. They're like, stay for a glass of wine. Let's really get to know each other. We'll put the kids to bed. We'll just sort of hang out. So we're like, this sounds really fun. Very adult. Yeah, let's be adults, you know, have some wine and do the Italian thing. So they bring us into their living room and they position us in a way that we're not sitting next to each other. Like they kind of positioned themselves in between us. So we can't look at each other or whisper or nudge or anything. We're essentially alone now in this situation. And they bring out this photo album. And this photo album is clearly curated for this specific instance because there was no theme or, you know how photo albums are like, oh, our summer vacation. Sure, chronological. It was not chronological. It was just random photos. And I think looking back, I think the point was seduction. There's a lot of photos of them kissing and they're a lot younger than they were 
at present time, you know? Can you tell me how old they were? You're 22 or something. What are they? Their kids were elementary school age. So I would say mid 40s. The dad, he was grotesque. He was fine looking. He was just a dad. (laughs) Just a dad. Not attractive at all. Okay, great. A big guy, (laughs) sort of unruly, curly hair, very hairy (laughs) chest. Just like very hairy is what I remember. (laughs) Great. So there's photos of him clearly trying to model and look cute. There's photos of her also trying to be in seductive poses. It was really awkward. But again, I'm trying so hard to be this like anthropologist and not judge. Uh I'm trying to be very neutral and just accept it for all that it is. This is their culture. This is their culture. This is what it is. The weirdest photo was he was like, oh, honey, show them how big your boobs were after the kids were born. And she has a photo of her tandem feeding her kids, breastfeeding with one on each side. Totally normal thing to do. And I don't think she was sexualizing that. I think it was the closest thing she had to a nudie, you know, and she wanted to show us how big her boobs were. So that was uncomfortable. (laughs) But we don't know what to say. So we're just like, oh, cool. You know, we're trying to be nice and friendly. And they put the photo album away and then they turn on on this TV show and it's clearly pre-recorded. It's like from DVR, you know, they had to go back and find the show and it is a sex talk show. Oh my God. (laughs) They're priming you. Oh, totally. They're totally grooming us, trying to feel out how we're responding. And because up until this point, we have no idea what's going on. We're just trying to be nice. So we're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Let's watch this. We're acting overly interested because we are so ignorant. Oblivious. The master plan. Yeah. And so he's translating the show for us. So it started out really innocent. Oh, she's asking, would they ever kiss a stranger? What's the... craziest thing you've ever done in bed. Like it was a weird show. Certainly nothing like I would ever think to turn on in mixed company. And then he pauses it and they kind of look at each other and laugh and they go, oh, that was a funny one. That question she just asked that couple was, have they ever swung before? Do you know what that means? And I'm just playing dumb and I get this like pit in my stomach. Oh boy. They're like, it's when couples, you know, have sex with each other and switch partners. And it just all came crashing down in that moment. It hit me. Holy shit. They're trying to have sex with us. It's all orchestrated. It's all orchestrated. Oh my God. And here I am thinking these are my sweet host parents and they're trying to have sex with us. So I was so upset. But also because I was young, I was caught off guard. I was panic. There was no ounce of flattery or contemplation like, (laughs) oh, should we do this? Italy? It was not like that at all. I just panicked. I got to get us out of here. And I look over at my boyfriend. He's two glasses deep. He's just like giggling. I think he's totally oblivious. I'm like, I have to rescue him. (laughs) I have to rescue us. We got to get out of here. So I come up with this excuse. Oh, we're really tired from the workday. We should go to bed. And they're like, no, no, stay for a glass of wine. And I'm like, no, no, this was so fun. Like, let's do this again tomorrow. Let's pick up where we left off. (laughs) So much politeness. Yeah. I didn't want them to know that I knew anything was up. So somehow we do escape. We do not have sex with them. We get outside. And my boyfriend goes, were they? And I was like, trying to have sex with us? Yes. And I think <laughs> both felt relieved that the other person, because again, we couldn't look at each other at any point and say, was this weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so initially, we're so relieved that we were on the same page. And then I think the panic set in for both of us. And he goes, we got to go. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> 
yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah. And we had so much adrenaline in us. We ran back to our apartment. We're supposed to be there for another week working on the farm. He jumps on the computer, books a train for the next day. I'm packing our bags. <laughs> and we're just like so anxious at this point. We're coming up with all these scenarios. Oh, they probably have hidden cameras and they're watching us change. Of course. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. And looking back, that's probably the funniest part is like we were acting like they were trying to murder us. They were just a little bored, a little pervy, a little adventurous. Exactly. And I think they had done this before. Oh, yeah. Looking back, it seemed planned. So I'm like, maybe that was a successful situation they were in. They were trying it again. But yeah, we just had to get out of there. So we left first thing the next morning. We didn't say anything to them. You just left. You just got out of there. Never to be heard from again. Wow. Oh, wow. Did you call the wolf bear or whatever the fuck it was called? The Bearhausen and say, just P.S., these people are DTF. No, I didn't. And it's because it's a very casual program. So basically, you pay this membership and you get a list of all the farms and their descriptions, and you contact the farm and you set it up. They're just a marketplace to connect people. Exactly. It didn't really feel like anyone was in charge of the situation but us. <laughs> <laughs> we woofed again after college. We woofed in New Zealand and totally great experience. But we've met a lot of woofers and there's some crazy stories of what's happened on these farms and is that the most common crazy thing is that the hosts want to get down sexually i think my story topped a lot of stories i heard one they're called woofers the people who work on the farm they drop them off at a location that wasn't on site with their farm to work in a field somewhere and they had sort of like a tent for them and they're like we'll come back and bring you food and stuff and they never came back and weren't really feeding them properly like i've heard of really poor living conditions yeah, for the woofers like indentured servant more situation basically yeah okay. you got to be careful but you know in general the program especially in new zealand was wonderful my boyfriend from the story is now my husband oh, oh wonderful oh, i like that it's fun because we get to laugh about this a lot and <laughs> tell the story i wish the end was we've been together that whole time and and we're older now and now we're hosting exactly <laughs> full circle <laughs> We could probably, we have a little homestead here. We have our own goats and chickens and it's a garden. I wouldn't call it a farm, but we do have a little homestead here. <laughs> How great. What a wonderful story. Thank you so much for telling thank it you. to us. Yes. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I'm home a lot baking for my business. I can't have silence. So you guys have my first choice always to just have a podcast on in the background. I get really into whoever you guys interview too. I don't know a lot of them. And then I end up buying their books and listening to their music. I'm now like Machine Gun Kelly's biggest fan. <laughs> I had never heard of him before the other week. And I'm singing, I'm in love with an emo girl while I'm like, changing <laughs> diapers. And <laughs> he was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you thought so. Good luck with your business. Say it one more time. What's the name of your business it's called the postpartum pantry the postpartum pantry all right it. check it out all right well thanks so much thank you all thank right, you guys care. so nice to meet you take care hi hey guys how you doing good good to Great. meet you likewise it's a pleasure so you're on my favorite topic of the many options that were given to arm cherries you found yourself in a swinger situation i, I did <laughs> hold on i gotta make a prediction monica We've only okay. spoken to women in this situation and none of them came to fruition, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that Chris took the bait. But we'll find out. We'll find okay. out. Okay, we'll okay. find okay. out. Okay, we'll find out. A few years back, my daughter was much younger 
and she was in daycare. We were new to San Antonio. I'm an Austin native. You're supposed to go the other direction. No disrespect <laughs> to San Antonio. Like everybody else is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, having kiddos yourself, you can pick up, drop off, you chit chat with the parents, make friends. Oh, I'm excited. There was one couple we would chit chat with, get to know a little bit, and visit with every now and again. And one day we were like, you know what? Hey, guys, let's grab dinner. Just kind of put it out there. We're new to San Antonio. Let's make some friends. So we agree. We both get our kiddos off to respective parents' houses. So we're free for the evening. We get dressed up. We go to this nice steak restaurant. We're having fun. We get a round of drinks. And it's the initial, what do you do? Where are you from? And it's you and your wife and another man and woman? Correct. Okay, great. New round of drinks come. We're getting loosey-goosey. We're having fun. (laughs) And the discussion gets more light and casual. We're laughing. And the husband, kind of out of the blue, says, hey, so... Do you guys ever go to strip clubs together? Oh, wow. That's a nice breaker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A hard right turn. (laughs) And so my wife and I say, "Uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, when we were dating, we popped into one just out of curiosity. And you're trying not to shame them, I imagine. Yeah. Right. This isn't our thing, but man, go wild. I'm glad you guys like it. Exactly. But it didn't stop there. He begins to go into, oh, you got to try it. We love it. We love it. And then the wife is describing, oh, yes, he buys me dances. And these are the kind of girls that we like to have. And I get dances for him. And we like girls with big boobs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dinner comes. We keep talking. It's all fun. Towards the end of dinner, the wife turns to my wife and she says, hey, do y'all ever watch porn together? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and my wife, she blushes. And she's like, no, not something we do. Just married. Just loving it. <laughs> just the old-fashioned. regular married. Yeah. Exactly. Traditional. <laughs> and they begin to say, oh, but you got to try it. So pushy. Are they telling you their favorite kind of porn to watch? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Girl on girl, typically. Oh, great. Okay. Uh-huh. this theme is arising of you gotta try you gotta try Mm. so at this stage i begin to kind of tap my wife's leg (laughs) under the table like Mm. hey we gotta we gotta wrap this up (laughs) so dinner's over we ask for the check and as we're waiting for the check the husband kind of leans in is like guys matter of fact it so happens we live around the corner from here no way oh shit (laughs) He's like, I'm thinking nightcap, like a couple cocktails at the house. What do you guys say? And I began tapping my wife's leg furiously under the table. I'm like, we got to record. We got to pull this. We got to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one of us has to put up a boundary. (laughs) Exactly. So we declined, took a rain check on the nightcap and, you know, hug, hug. This was fun. Thanks for having us. We'll do it again sometime soon. Get the girls together. They can play. Oh, Not likely. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so we get into our car and I shut the door and turn to my wife and I say, honey, what the hell? I was literally tapping your foot. What happened? And I swear to you, she turns to me and says, sweetheart, that was not my foot. No. No. 
So I was tapping somebody's leg and it wasn't her. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So you were telling them yes. Yes, you were signaling to push harder. Mixed messages. He or she was going, fuck. Okay, so the wife's the tough sell. Chris is fully on board. Yeah. He wants us to keep pushing. Oh, my god! <laughs> they were so confused when you said no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so was your wife hip that you were being groomed for this? Towards the end, she was like, that took a turn. I was uncomfortable. I was not sure where that was going to go. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, there were some phone calls. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, you want to hang out? Let's do it again. So there was some dodging that took place. Is any part of it flattering? Great question. Yeah, because, I mean, if Kristen and I went out with a couple and that was being pitched to us, I would think, well, minimally, the wife has to be on board with this. So that's kind of flattering. <laughs> you know, we made the cut. That's true. I guess in hindsight, yes, a little bit, yes. Yeah, it's a feather in your cap. The husband will get with anyone, let's be honest. But for the wife to sign off on you, and it sounds like the bar's high. They're in and out of strip clubs or watching uh, <laughs> pornography. Girl on girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's used to the best of the best, and she was basically saying, let's have a nightcap. That's very true. Did you feel guilty a little bit in declining when you accidentally told them yes? Yes, a little bit. I let him on. You did. You <laughs> led them on. <laughs> the way you were dressed, the way you were tapping. <laughs> yeah. What else were they to do? So I imagine your kids aged out of that preschool or whatever, and you don't see them anymore. You guys go to different elementaries. Exactly right. Coincidentally, we joined a gymnastics place for my daughter. And on day one, I walked in and there he was. Buddy. Hey. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. But I just sit there. For like 45 minutes, watch my daughter do back bends and the whole bit. Monica knows. Oh, yeah. And make chit chat with this guy sitting shoulder to shoulder for like 45 minutes, once a week for like five weeks. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, the other thing I would be thinking is, okay, so next problem that's on my plate is my kid could never spend the night at those people's houses. Right. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. watching porn. They're at the strip club. <laughs> they got friends swinging through, literally and figuratively. And then that could be a whole awkward thing. Absolutely. Yeah, but that never came up, thank God. I mean, we would go over there occasionally for the birthday party because they uh -huh. did become buddies, two girls, but we always had our kiddo with us. Exit yeah, strategy yeah. was in play. <laughs> right, right, right. Try to wear your worst outfit over there. <laughs> well, Chris, what a great story. I was wrong in my prediction. You were. This is not uh, uncommon. Chris, what a pleasure to get to talk to you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, we appreciate it. No, guys, it's a pleasure to meet you both. I love the podcast. And does your wife listen as well? She does. She wanted to say hi. Get her in here to say hi. 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 How are you? Good. <laughs> it's so nice to see you guys. We just heard about your story. Yeah, we're happy you got out of that dinner unscathed. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> and he 100% never tapped you. You weren't just never. messing with him. No. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. When we got into the truck, he was like, what the heck? I'm like, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. That's great. What if you said, well, you weren't tapping. You had your hand on my leg the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice meeting both of you. We really appreciate that you guys are arm cherries. Great to meet you. I wanted one where people fuck. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We have a theme song. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're gonna ask some random questions, and with the help of our 
need some suggestions on the fly rhyme dish on the fly rhyme dish enjoy <laughs>